Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 bonus cash on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month for 1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital, regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2022. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. I thought I was six feet under. 
Fun day. It's Wednesday. I just love marching. And I won't work for nobody but you. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. The uh, for anybody the out week. there. Yeah, it is that hump day. Unless uh, you're listening on another day and then it's And not then it's whatever day that whatever is. Whatever day that is. I don't know what time. that is because mm. I am not a psychic. No. But. I'm going to guess Thursday. Uh, I'm thinking Monday night. Really? Well, man, well now I've moved it Friday morning. Saturday mid-afternoon. Mid-afternoons. You know what Doing I was the thinking? Actually, you know what I was stuff? thinking? I was wow. thinking, Sunday morning, rain is falling. <laughs> no. No. No? No, no nothing. We're good, though. All right, fine. No. Nice. Fine. Fine. Uh, so um, the second half of the hour here, uh, we have a rabbi joining us. It's Purim. Purim. Or Purim. It's a very, I don't know how to. Purim. I don't know how to properly say it. I am, uh, I am American. So I, well, that ain't got nothing to do with it. it just, and I am also mainly. I don't have an idea. I have no idea. You're not. You're not. Wanna, you're not keen not to the Yiddish. I'm not keen to that. Uh, that that language. So uh, <laughs> language. The language. But what I am keen to is this, and uh, I hope for your sake. Uh huh. For your sake. For my sake. And for everyone else out there, that this is real, and it's d- d- not going to go away. Ah. <sighs> The Senate on Tuesday approved a proposal okay, to make daylight savings time permanent. <gasps> Don't toy with my emotions. I know, which... Do if, not play with my heartstrings, sir. I, <laughs> if passed in the House and signed... Will uh, make Dylan a very happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> would mean that Americans would never again have to change their clocks. Oh, I should have had hallelujah ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. If enacted into law, it would also mean that early risers lose an hour of daylight in uh, in the mornings in November, December, January, and February. Who cares? Well, but... They have to go to work in the dark anyway. Well, a lot of people don't like that. We, we, We do it anyway. No, I agree, but nobody likes it. It's there anyway. I like the idea, though. Man, God, that would be so oh, be nice. so nice. In New York, for example, under the current law, the sun will rise at 7.15 a.m. on December 21st, the shortest day of the year, and the, sun protect, uh, and the Sunshine Protection Act becomes law. The uh, New Yorkers will, won't see the sun until 8.15 so? on that day. So? And? So? What's your point? Who cares? It's reality. <laughs> There's no reason to have daylight savings anymore. Why? Because we're not an agricultural country anymore that relies solely on farming. Nope, those days are gone. We did it specifically for farming. Yeah. And for cultivating the land so that people woke up when the sun rose. Yeah, which again, if it rose at 8.15... Then you'd wake up at 8.15. Yeah. And then you'd go to bed an hour later. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't how, understand. How does this not? I don't understand what the issue is either. What's the problem here? I don't get it. But Let, whatever. What is the issue? I don't know. I did, the only thing I will have to admit that I'm not a fan of is the whole uh, it, the Sunshine Protection Act. Yeah, that is the weirdest name for. Well, it's rolling. I'm sure there's way more crap in it than just, hey, oh, guys, there has might... to be. There has to be more than just this. Let's find out. Uh, yeah, look. you go look up the Sunshine Protection Act and just kind of make sure. Yeah. <sighs> Senator Marco Rubio was uh, was the lead sponsor of the proposal, which might be why it's the Sunshine Protection Act. Well, not probably, but I'm just saying. You know, Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Touted an array of benefits but, uh, to making daylight savings permanent for, uh, for from reduced seasonal affective uh, disorder. Oh, shut up. Well, it's, it's a real thing. Shut up. It's a thing. It's Yeah, you know what kind of a thing it is? It's a mental thing. A very minor, minimal thing. Well, Don't it, start. It, no, Okay, I'm so, Mr. Shut up. Excuse me. Mr. Winter Blues. I don't have winter blues. I just don't like the naked of the winter. I don't like it. I like warm and stuff. Your name is Olaf and you like warm hugs? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want your boots? No, man. No. No. Um, (laughs) 
No, it ain't, it ain't that. I just, I, I prefer warm. I, I, I like leaves on trees in warm weather. I, you know, sue uh-huh. me. Well, I ain't got nothing. I'm not, it's not like a mental issue. I'm not like, no. it's not like Stockholm's or nothing where I'm like, oh, no, no. Well, I just, I don't like. Effect, it's seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, but the day, the time, the, the, the time the sun comes up does not change that. It does for some people. It do, but I'm saying it. It doesn't for me. Like, I just don't like naked trees and cold weather. That's all. <laughs> uh, Barbara over there on the, on, on the rumbles. The sun can rise at 8, 15 a.m. Doesn't mean I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> you got it. But Let's yeah. See. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, so it would affect the seasonal affective disorder in late fall and early winter. Oh, due my God. To more daylight for school sports. There absolutely is nothing extra to it. Really? Dude, it's... There's it. no add-ons. No, it's just Look, a bill about... Boop. Done. Oh, it's a one-page bill. It's Bro. One, of course, they're going to do a one-page bill here. Bro. So here's the deal, though. Let's see. Is HR 69. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been passed in the Senate. It has to pass the House Which first. Apparently, is supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, to make daylight savings time permanent and for other purposes, mm-hmm. uh, the act it may be cited as the Sunshine Protection Act of 2021. Yep. Uh, section two is making daylight savings time permanent. A repeal of temporary period for daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. In general, the sentences, subsections, yada, 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 commonly known as Calder Act. The Calder Act? Calder Act Mm -hmm. is amended by striking four hours, five hours, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, eleven hours. State exemptions. Uh, The section, da-da-da. Trying to read this. It's it's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, I guess it is. That's it. There's no real state exemptions. Standard standard time time for certain certain states states and areas. The standard time for a state that has exempted itself from the provision of the act. Already. The uniform. uh, We would. uh, So basically Nevada. Pretty much. It's Nevada. So it's basically saying that uh, everybody but Nevada is going to be affected by this. (laughs) Because Nevada was like, screw all of you. (laughs) We're doing this anyway. You guys suck. Why are you changing? Yeah. The standard time of such state and area may be pursuant to subjection. Right, right, right. Standard time of each is be counted pursuant to blah blah. Confirm mm-hmm. in such section to further the second sentence of subsection by striking exempt blah 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 blah, 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 blah. And that's literally it. Yep, that's it. It's hey, we we're tired of this constant change every year. Right, and I cannot be more happy. It's awesome, right? This would oh, I'm, I, I think, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion, it'll never get passed. You want to know why? Why? It'll get vetoed by the president because Rubio put it up. Oh, no, I doubt that. You, you remember, doubt no, that? No, I do, because Trump and, and Rubio didn't like each other. Either. Yeah, but... Uh, so he's not going to be... He's not going to... It's not going to... Uh. Does he have an R behind his name? It doesn't matter. I don't, it does I matter. I don't think this matters because they've got... Okay, because... This, this is something that everybody should get behind. I agree. Everyone. Because the we just changed time. Yeah. Right now is how it should be permanently. Yes. Right now, the way it is currently. and there's Right like, here, right now. There are 41 sponsors, by the way. Yeah, and there are multiples, Democrats and Republicans going yeah. through. Yeah, I don't yeah. have a full breakdown, but it, I'm looking at... Republican, Democrat, Republican. It's like only there's it's a like l- left and right. Boom, 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 boom. There's boom, a boom, lot. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, a lot of Republicans and Democrats. A lot of Democrats through. in here. So, yeah, let's go. I really want this to happen. Let's go. I think I, I would... I would Forgive, but I would never forgive. You would never COVID. forgive. No, no, I would. No, that's not. That's not. Uh, Rubio said in a quote: "The benefits of daylight savings time has been accounted for and uh, for in the research, reduced crime, and uh, and as there is light later in the day, decreased in seasonal depression uh, that may uh, that many feel during the standard time, and uh, the and the practical one." That I, I, that didn't make any sense for me for a no. second there. Uh, Rubio said that he also uh, it would also give school kids more time to play in the daylight after school, which is very true. Well, it would. Quote, Not that I've never thought them to actually give a flying fig about. Yeah, that. nobody really. They, they don't really care about that at all. Though maybe Rubio does. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. he's all about the children uh, in the country. Quote. 
In a country, we desperately want our kids outside playing, doing sports, not just sitting in front of a TV playing video games all day. It gets tough in many parts of the country to be able to do that. What ends up happening is for the 16 weeks of the year, if you don't have a park or outdoor facility with lights, you're basically shut out by 5 p.m. And in some cases, 4 because they're shut out at dusk. I mean, I... I, I Makes sense. I get with the kids get out of school at 2.30, they get like an hour and a half, and then they have to go back home. Yeah, but do you really think by adding that extra hour, these kids are going to utilize it to play outside? Maybe. I mean, He's saying summer. it gives them an option. Oh, yeah, at least the option's there. The option's there to actually go and play for an extra hour. I don't know, maybe. I mean, it sounds good on paper, I guess, if you're... I'm sure if my kids had uh, kids, uh, other kids to play with on the on the playgrounds at all times and all the rest of it, uh, during during or after school, they would be hanging out at the playground or whatever. Yeah, but... Until I, sunset. Well, it also uh, says that maybe... Uh, but they would also have to be in a safe area to where they were okay playing outside with just minor supervision. True. So that's also That's true. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful for this. Yeah, I'm very excited about. That'd be this amazing if it happens. Potential you know? because then, yeah, my mm-hmm. life would be perfect. Yep, not perfect, but it would be a whole lot better moving forward. Because then I don't yeah. have to worry about. Because there's nothing worse uh, hate than trying to remember when the, it's time to change, and then turn around and the time get around to doing it, and you're like, oh, oh crap, oh dang, and then you just feel off for a couple days mm-hmm. to a week. <laughs> Like, I don't like this. It doesn't feel right. And speaking of things that don't feel right, bye, Facebook. See you, Facebook. Uh, go find us on the Rumbles at uh, rumble.com forward slash Defenders Live or go to our website, doashow.com, become a defender with us, and you can listen to not only the first hour, but the second hour, and you get a shirt out of it. So check us out. Five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. Defenders as uh, doashow.com, D-O-A-E, show.com. Bye-bye. I'm actually surprised that was only a one-page bill. I know. It's I not really one, am. It, it's a very short bill. It's very. It's right there on the... I mean, everything's right there. Because, it's I mean, all right there. It And that's how all bills should be. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have these extra little things and yeah. stuff and stuff some and things. things. It and should stuff. be, hey, we want to fix X. Right. Ta-da! <laughs> that's how it should mm-hmm. go. And in the same vein... Uh, Pfizer and mm. BioNTech. God. And now submitted an application for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration seeking emergency use authorization for another COVID-19 booster shot for individuals 65 years uh, old or uh, and above, according to a press release. What? Why do you need... Hold on. No, 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 no. Why do you need emergency use authorization? Hmm. So that they can pass it through without getting getting oh, regulations oh, done. Oh, 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 no, no, no! I was. It took me a minute. I, like I was sitting here literally struggling with this. It's because remember they don't they haven't been quote unquote cleared by the FDA. That's correct. They've made so much money off of their shots that they want to keep going. They don't right, and they also want to make sure. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you know now that the now that all the information is coming out once a week, ten thousand pages from the FDA. Yeah. Or once a month, excuse me. One once a month, ten thousand pages from the FDA about Pfizer and BioNTech and their conversations with the government, um, and how bad the actual trial runs were, and how bad the first couple of months were, and how bad the the vaccine is to the rest of the society. Now they need to push out as much as they possibly can before they run out of chances to make money. Yeah, that's all it is. They couldn't give a flying fig about helping anyone. No, or else they would just give it to you for free. Yeah, it has nothing to do with helping anyone. It's about it's about purely, totally making money, and that's it. Mm-hmm. They don't care about anything else but that. And like you said, it's it wants wants the rest of the stuff from because Johnson and Johnson is 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 you know having to unload what is it ten is it is it didn't it Johnson Johnson yeah. it's like mm-hmm. ten thousand sheets a day or something like that of information, yeah. right. Excuse me. So that, trust me, they, mm, they're just trying to get as much money as they can because they've been making a boatload for the past year and a half, almost two years. Right. 
And all they want to do is cash in a little bit further. Let's keep going, guys. Let's do this. Push it forward. You know, just dig in a little bit deeper because they're not. Because this gravy train will stop eventually. We aren't paying for it by, by, you know, in, in dollars. We're paying for it in taxes. Yeah. Because the government's buying it off of them after approving. the. This is the weirdest thing. The government approves the drug and then buys it off of them. Yeah. Which makes tons of sense. Well, it is for them because they don't care. It's not their money. It's not their money. Why Use it would- when we need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the course for most people ages 12 and up currently involve three jabs. Two shots for the primary series followed by a single booster shot. Though Center for uh, the CDC indicates that uh, even though compromised individuals age 12 and older should receive four. Well, hold on. I, I have I come back to this because I'm I'm actually confused. Uh huh. Um, it says the course of most people ages twelve and over currently are involves three jabs, two primary shots, followed by a single booster. Wouldn't technically the second and third one be considered boosters? Uh huh. They would be technically. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, so why are you saying it's two shots and a booster when? It's not. And then you're coming back going, well, you need four. Well, it's being shown that, you know, it doesn't help. Not only does it not help, but it's kind of bad. It's a bit much. So, I don't know. Whatever. Mm. I, I... if, if you can't read this article, uh, regardless of your bias, and realize that all they're trying to do is milk this sucker with it while they can. Oh, because they've made billions off of us. Mm-hmm. For no, off of our taxes. Yeah. Just billions off our tax money. That's, 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 that's all, all they it did. is. That's all they got. And they shouldn't be able to get that. Every single person that, that works at these companies has gotten a golden parachute. Specifically because uh, we ha- we've allowed our government to do this, uh, because because we we as uh, Americans have not stopped our government from doing this, and I think that's kind of a that that's the key right there, right? That's kind of the key because we didn't stop them. They now think they have license to continue. They do. Because the exact- we as Americans didn't say no, that's not your job. No, but you're, he's you're absolutely right, though. It's it's just like everything else. It's like how do you once you give a little bit, right? It eventually you start losing all of it. It's that whole adage, you know, you give an inch and take a mile. You know, there's there's a difference. There, I've always said there's a very fine line between and you know taking the extra step, being initiative, everything else like that, and and getting walked on. It, it's really, really difficult to, to maintain it. And that, again, these guys have no virtuous system in their body. They don't care about helping people. It's not about the people for them. It's about the money. It's about the dose. It's about getting another booster. They'd already told us they were going to try and push additional boosters um, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, and they kept on pushing and pushing and saying, hey, it's going to be another booster. Maybe we're going to have to get it every every six months. Maybe we're going to have to get it every uh, every season. We might have to get it once a month. Yeah, they can never get their stuff right. All they're trying to do is is push Try, and money, make money. Just money and money and money and money. That's the one thing I, I have. I say one thing. There's plenty of other things. Um, but that's one of the things that irritates the snot out of me when it comes to to politics as a whole because you've got – You've got people who complain and go, oh, well, the right's all about big oil. And blah, right, blah, right, blah, right, 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 right. And then we'll turn around and, and but the, the left is all about, you know, big pharma and government control and things like that. Like, there's a lot of things that they have. They, they have their big entities that they hide behind and support them mm-hmm. continuously, too. And this is one of them. You know, and nobody, nobody complains about that. Nobody says anything about that. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It's a. It's a thing. <clears throat> you know. That's probably not the best. But it is a thing that they're gonna do. Quote. Right now, the way that we have seen it, it, it is necessary. A fourth booster. Right now, it is necessary. Is it? How is it? Why is it necessary? How is it necessary? 
Well, Borla, he described the, uh, this is uh, Albert Borla, Pfizer CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he described it, you know, the protection provided by a third shot as quite good for hospitalizations and death. But he said it is uh, not that good against actual infections and doesn't last very long. Maybe that's because of the idea of diminishing returns. Yeah, maybe it you're you're literally just kind of pumping them full of something that doesn't actually it, that doesn't isn't effective. Do, yeah, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then you kind of wonder why. Well, it's waning. Because you because you realize it, it, no because you realize you know when you put a foreign object an entity into one's body uh, the body tends to fight it off. It does. Mm. It does. Yeah. And it doesn't like anything that you know. Doesn't like anything. Nothing. Anything. No. No. Just like most elderly people. They don't like anything. People, Snarky Jekyll. I'm sorry to hear that Dylan is suffering from irritated snot. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's the sniffles. It is. You know. It is. Poor People, mm-hmm. Snarky Jekyll, actually, which is a, a Kyrig, the Viking battle slug. Yeah. Guess who's standing outside a completely locked up post office mm-hmm. with keys to a work truck and mail? That's you. <sighs> when Borla was asked whether he thinks people will need to prepare uh, to, to to get an annual booster shot, he said, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, Borla wow. said that, they, that they're trying to develop a vaccine <laughs> that shields people against all variants and provides at least one year's protection. So they're trying to get a catch-all, um, which... Can't happen because they've never gotten a full genome structure of the virus because uh, they can't. They can't. Do you want to hear something? Cra- so I don't. I can't listen to the, the radio and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah. it just it irritates you, yeah. me, and I don't need to be pushed mm, too far. Yeah. So what did you? you push too I know. Far. Did you hear? There's a new sub variant. No, I didn't. They're now calling, there's a new thing out, allegedly. Uh-huh. Allegedly. And they're calling it a sub-variant. Sub-variant. Yes. Mm. That, that supposedly, allegedly, allegedly, is 30% more contagious than the last ones. No. Yes. The sub-variant? Sub-variant. What? Yeah. Don't say it ain't so. Oh, no, it's so. It's so. It's so. Yeah. In so, uh, <sighs> Jackal Lazarus over on the Twitters also. Greetings from Guam, gents. Hello. Hi. Well, greetings from North Carolina. Gent. Gent. You know, it's, <laughs> I like Guam. Mm-hmm. Guam is awesome. Okay, we, I used to, having been there, we used to say that uh, Guam is the Asian Hawaii. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Because it, the, the... I thought Hawaii was the Asian Hawaii. No, no, no. That's the... Hawaii is the American Hawaii. Asia, or Guam is... The Guam. Yeah. <laughs> Guam. Guam's as much... Uh, Guam is for Asia. It's for Asians. It's Asians' versions. It's the Chinese version. It's the Japanese version. It's yeah. The, it, it's... it. The beaches. The sand, uh-huh. almost all of it is almost identical to Hawaii. Oh. It's just not Hawaii. It's just Guam. It's Guam. It's just Guam. And I, re- I really like it. So are you, you're saying it's an island in the South Pacific? Yes, that if, if it was to get too full, might possibly capsize. capsize. Um, mainly because it's too small <laughs> to be full. Anyway. So um, be careful out there, yeah. Lazarus. You need to... Yeah, just make sure you don't go to the wrong side yeah, where don't there's too many people. You pay know. attention to where the people are at mm-hmm. and make sure you stay away from those so you don't capsize the island. And also stay tuned. Uh, we have a rabbi joining us. Don't go anywhere because it is That's going to be good. So, yeah. Bear back. It's going to be new. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? You hear the music? <laughs> what I want, you got. 
We're hitting the break right now. like that sometimes on there. It's for everybody else. Oh yeah, yours is on. Oh yeah, no, you're good. We can hear you. Yes, you're good. <laughs> you're perfectly fine. You got it, man. We got you. Yeah, I, I look a lot better with it in front of my face. <laughs> See, hold on, we gotta get this guy. Every time. just talked about that. This is Defenders Live. From the commercial break, it is uh, Purim. <laughs> it's Purim today. It is Purim. Now we didn't we didn't call you in here because of that. We we just happened to get on the right day. I guess it's kind of a good thing for us. We were actually going to do a joke, but we weren't sure if you're going to catch it or not, so we decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I want to hear the joke. Oh well, it was it, okay. Well, so, now, we, okay. now we have to have I'm, an explainer. I'm, I'm, I'm you gotta say it was know who I am, by the way. <laughs> just, just, just wondering. <laughs> we know who you are, but for anybody out there who's watching or listening, uh, this is Rabbi Yehov Menken. Yeah. See, Coalition could, for Jewish Values. Mm -hmm. You can say that properly. I, he is. Uh, I he's an amazing to. individual. Uh, we had him on twice at CPAC. Uh, yes, I understand. I still can't find the second one. I know it's my fault. <laughs> We're looking. <laughs> I'm still looking. We're looking. It's there somewhere. We it's just there. Don't I don't know what happened to it. Um, but uh, amazing individual, wonderful rabbi, and, and love talking to us for some. I don't know why. Reason. It's really awkward. I don't know. I, but okay. So the joke. So the okay. So, and, and, and this is not a dig at your age, but you are privy to the old Abbott and Costello. Right? I was not alive when they were performing. <laughs> but, but, but you, you but know you, about but them. But you know of it. Yes. Right, right. So you know that uh, uh, of the, the show and stuff and everything that they would do, mm -hmm. um, Costello usually would start the show off by saying, hey, Abbott. Right? Right. So, I don't know was on third. Yeah. <laughs> No, who's on first? Jeez, what are we going to do here? All right. Anyway. Yesterday. So we were <laughs> he's catching, and tomorrow's pitching. That's right. Um, so uh, there was a the joke we were going to do. Naturally. <laughs> naturally? Naturally. Naturally. The joke we were going to do was instead of doing Hey, hey Abbott, we were going to say Shalom, Rabbi, but and we the, didn't. And the reason why is uh, the Mel Brooks movie, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah. There's a scene in it where there's an abbot walking through about to give away the print. It, it's it, almost the end scene. Walking it, about to... that guy. <laughs> about to officiate a wedding. And you got, hello, abbot. Hello. Hello, abbot. Oh, yeah. Hello, abbot. Hi. Hey, abbot. I hate that guy. And that's... It was amazing for us. So it was... It was it's a joke on our part. It makes us giggle, and that's, that's it, all that matters. I would have missed it. I'm sorry. You're right. See, yeah. see, that we it was better to explain it than to than to have you miss it. It made me happy, and that's not necessarily. All that 
fact that he said it so deadpan makes it great. <laughs> oh, of course it does. That's what makes why, it are you, why are jokes like frogs? Why? Once you dissect them, they're dead. That's very true. Oh, that is true. That is very true. That explains why I've never made a career out of it. That's right, because you would have to Because I always have to explain most of the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It usually makes a problem. But I I just keep ending up in these situations. I mean, I was at the, the, before the March for Life, they Mm -hmm. did a dinner. Yes. Mm -hmm. America's First Policy Foundation, another group, and uh, they sat me in between uh, Priest Frank Pavone, Mm-hmm. Father Frank Pavone, who's uh, big, you know, he's pro-life is his gig. Right. Yeah. And a pastor and, and his first name is Summer. I don't remember, <laughs> you know, but it's mm-hmm. the priest, the rabbi and the minister. All up in you front. You just knew punchlines were coming. It was just natural. You couldn't <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like it, it was unavoidable, completely unavoidable. <laughs> when you look over and be like, so we walked into a bar. <laughs> A rabbi, a priest, a minister walk into a bar, and you thought one of them would have noticed. Yeah, but nope, it didn't happen. <laughs> they were too busy trying to figure out what they were doing heading that direction in the first place. It was an existential a crisis. Priest or, a priest, a minister, and a rabbit walk into a bar, and the rabbit says, I think I'm a typo. <laughs> you can do this all night, folks. <laughs> there we go. Uh, tip your wages. Milton Berle's real name was Mendel Berlinski. That I didn't know. Really? I did not George know George Burns was also a Jewish comic? Yes, he yep. was. I'm, mm-hmm. I used to love... Actually, so I was watching the George Burns and Gracie Allen show on TV the other day. Were you now? Yes. I like George Burns. There was something about him. That, okay, hold well, on. Okay, no, no. Let's I, put it this it way. was the combo between him and Gracie. Uh, I'm going to put it like this. Uh, comedy comes out of tragedy, and the Jewish people definitely have a lot of it. Well, I know that, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. Nobody does gallows humor quite like us. That's no, right. No, y'all kind of have it down. Um, Let's say you hang with it. Oh gosh, what's what's his name though? The first one who admitted he was Jewish. Um, a Frisco kid. Oh, um, ah, oh, now you put me on the spot. No, he didn't. No, because I know this. No, no, I know this. You put yourself on the spot for he that. He was one. also the first Woody Wonka. Same Gene guy, Wilder. isn't it? Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah Gene yeah. Wilder's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. First Woody Wonka. That's where he had it. I was like, gee. See, as compared to Milton Berle, who kind of hid it for a while. It's like, you know. Well, there, well, <laughs> and Rickles was also Jewish. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was good. I miss him. A lot of. He was, he was, that man was sharp. He was on point, one might, these the kids say today. Or no, what do they call it nowadays? What on fleet? Say? What does that mean? Same thing. Oh, I've never heard of fleet. Fleet means to fleek. run away. Oh, fleek. Fleek. Oh my There's a K. God. There's, I don't, I don't know. I just know that. You just know that's what they say. It's the things. I, I'm at a point with these kids. What happens when you have young kids? Just, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm at a point with these kids and their words. I'm just like, you know what? Rabbi, we're getting old. I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm getting... Happy Purim. <laughs> Happy Purim. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't know why I'm glad. It, I don't know why I'm glad that we're talking to you on Purim, but it, it, I like the. This, it really was coincidence. But, there, there's no such thing as coincidence. But you did put me back uh, half an hour because I wasn't sure I'd be back in time from hearing. The, the the reading of the book of Esther can take a while. It, it, yes. It de- well, it depends it on who's reading it. Who, yes. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we had a young man who was reading it. The kid is 14, and he was just on point straight through. He was marvelous. Nice. Awesome. See. So we have another Ben Shapiro on hand. Yes. This is not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, reading, reading the Megillah, reading the book of Esther, it's not easy. Remember, there's no vowels. There's no musical notes. It's mm. just the letters. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have to work through Hebrew it. Hebrew is written like Arabic without vowels. Oh. So you got to know how to pronounce every word when you hit it. I've always been afraid to learn Hebrew. I want to. I don't know. For some weird reason, I think it would be good. Because you're talking to the kid who used to. I think the kid. You're talking to the guy who, who you know, in the late teens, early 20s, decided he was going to learn Latin. Out of boredom. That's... I did that with Japanese for a while, but not no. 
Yeah, I wanted I wanted Latin. Latin is much more difficult, I think. <laughs> than Japanese? Yeah, for me it was. <laughs> I I'm not sure I agree with you on that one. <laughs> for me it was. I don't know about you. No, actually I I would have to agree Latin has got to be way easier because Latin is at least a dead language, so there are no more changes coming down the pipe. <laughs> Whereas the Japanese, just like the English language, will find something new to fleek. Well, you know, that's now an English thing. Do <laughs> you know there's a Japanese variant to it and you'll have to learn what that means? No, it's just they use the English word. <laughs> that's what they do now. That's what it would sound like. Because it's the RL thing. I know. They yes. can't say their L's. But anyway. Oh, how many, how many uh, I don't know, monks or whatever still speak Latin? That's a great... I don't think any I of them actually speak it anymore. Only any, well, no. People, obviously, they're... I mean, they're not walking down the street speaking Latin to each other. But I know that they... Like, what do you mean? I, in the Vatican, probably, they have... They have I a, think there a, has a to be a certain be number. To write it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you still have to be able to write it, and that's that's one of those things you have to write it or be I able think, to translate it. Um, well, well, I mean, one of one of the myths of modern Jewish history is that they resurrected Hebrew as a language. It was a dead language. <laughs> Excuse me, it's totally not true. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Last I checked, the the, the, the Hebrew people were still around. They're, they're no, not. Dead. What I mean is that the Hebrew language they weren't speaking Hebrew. Oh. In the Sephardic country, they were speaking Ladino, and they were speaking Yiddish in the northern countries, and nobody spoke Hebrew. And that's true. They didn't speak it, but they certainly were writing it. Yeah, they could and still they would write, write letters in, in rabbinic Hebrew, and they mm-hmm. would write questions and answers and books and explanations. And it was all kind of, you know, so obviously people knew the language quite well. It just wasn't a vocal language most <clears> of the time. Right. It wasn't a vocal language, but that's, I mean, to go back, when, when you've got a written language that people understand and mm-hmm. you get people start talking again, yeah, that's not very complicated. Mm. No, no, no. That, well, that's one of It's what not it, resurrecting a dead language. No. It's not but it sounds better when you, know. you say it that way, though. It does. Yeah, it, it, yeah they're very proud of it, but the problem <laughs> is it's just not true. It's Historians are like, oh, yeah, we resurrected a dead language. Yeah! <laughs> it's like, wait, th- is there a rabbi right over there? He's been... <laughs> He's, right. been, he's been like he he's might been have something to say in this. there on the. Uh... <laughs> he, he might have a, a opinion or a thought on this exact but, topic if you would just give him a moment. So, the rabbinic language, uh, the Hebrew language, it, it was originally more of a spoken language anyway, was it not? Well, it started as a spoken language. Yeah, sure, it started more but... as uh, more as a spoken than a uh, like a, a way to pass down information, obviously verbally. Than, than to write it down in passage, which is why it's such a big difference between. But the reason why the Talmud is in Aramaic is because when they were in Persia, that's what they were speaking most of the time. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. So people are, you know, <laughs> languages move around and mm-hmm. and you get variants and all of that. Um, Amharic and uh, the Samaritan version of... Uh, Aramaic and Hebrew, they all are close cognates. Actually, actually Hebrew and Arabic are pretty close. I'm just surprised. The Arabs may not want to admit that, but it's really true. (laughs) Well, okay, so that's actually... Shalom Aleichem becomes Salam Aleichem. It's just not that difficult. I mean, that's not that big of a difference. Well, yeah, all it is, for all intents, for somebody like me, all it is is it's the difference between, you know, tomato, tomato. It kind almost of. is, you know, it's the same thing as it's, far as it's, I'm concerned. It's almost a dialect. Far. I can't understand a person speaking Arabic. <laughs> you can understand a, a, well, unless he's really a deep Scotsman, then you can't understand what he's saying. But <laughs> if we got a guy you need to talk to. <laughs> Jonathan Dunn would love to have that conversation. Hello, there, brother. Not, actually, there was a guy on, um, do you remember when there was a terror attack in Glasgow? Yes. Yes. At the airport? Yes. And one of the baggage handlers was a hero of the day because he ran over to the guy and prevented him from blowing stuff up and dragged, helped survivors and whatever. And they interviewed him. And when CNN played the interview here in the United States, they put subtitles under him. Because they couldn't understand a word he said. spoke English, but. So you couldn't understand. <laughs> word one. <laughs> I love it. <gasps> God bless the Scots. That's, I, that's amazing. And that okay, that is kind of the key though. That that's that's almost it, it's it's a deviation of the original language. Is is what it is. So it's like Scotch I, uh, Scotch English is a very very far deviation 
of English English. <laughs> yeah, but true. so is American English, but it's a lot easier to translate between the two. Yeah. Well, I would just I'm just surprised that I, I'm surprised the Brits don't learn English. I'm surprised right? too. It's a little weird. You'd <laughs> right? think after all of these years, it was named after little, them. We think we have that a little backward. You realize? <laughs> I mean, it's named after them. Why didn't they do it? Well, you know what I find funny too is how the, the you talk about backwards. So in America, you know, you obviously have the north and you have the south and the southern. You know, they all talk like this. They got that deep drawl and you know, da da. Slower mainly. Yeah, yeah, and and but when you go to Europe, it flips. Where to the where it's every, the, the North draw. has got the Cagney and everything else, mm. and it's the Southerners who are very proper. And, well, yes. Would you care for some Grey Poupon? But, like, it's really weird. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing with that is, is that those people in the South there moved to the South in America, and that Southern draw that you hear is the, the remnant of it, the sophisticated British accent. <laughs> yeah, which is why you get the whole Cagney thing turns into Fran Drescher. Yeah. I like Cagney better. It's Cockney. I don't care. Are you familiar with KCPAC, the Korean CPAC? Yes. 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 And they, and they had a table at CPAC. Yes. And they, were, you know. they did, and so did Japan. And, and that's one, weird. one of the guys who is there, he's very involved in, in work with uh, various oppressed peoples in, in the Asian region. Mm -hmm. A yeah. lot of, you know, China creating a lot of problems for a lot of different peoples over there, obviously. No, you know say. come on. No, just saying, yeah. But geez, wow. that's news. But what a, what a I, 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 I like saying that, like you were just doing your British accent yeah. and, um, and the Southern accent. Mm -hmm. And that's completely normal, right? Right. And yeah. I said to them, it's like you can do a British accent, you do a Southern accent, you do whatever you want, but if you do an Asian accent, you're racist. Yes. And they found that hilarious. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Funny. Like, why on earth should that be considered racist to do, you know, I, I, where did I learn an Asian accent? My professors. <laughs> Who were Asian. Way smarter than I was. Right. So if I'm doing their accent is because I'm trying to move up in the world. Yeah, I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be cool like them. I want to get on their level, you know. That takes well, a lot. So the funny thing you is. You seem to know all the answers. So why are you turning such lousy papers? Yeah, so that's actually really funny that you say that because that may be true. But at the same point in time, if you go to a college in America and you're Asian, you're considered super white. Yeah, that's that, that's just hideous. Isn't it? It really though? is. You're you're considered you whiter than white. Anything about American history that you're putting the Asians as a preferred class above By the white? Way, it's like saying Jews are white. Jews have white privilege. Uh, European history for 100. <laughs> oh, so you're saying you didn't enjoy with the uh, agree with the ladies on the View when they were sitting there saying that you know the Jewish folks are. That was, uh, by the way, why on earth did she take the name Whoopi Goldberg? It's a good question because well, it's not her name. Because she was Little married to Tom. Anyway. Oh, her name's Karen Johnson. She is an actual Karen. She's a real Karen. She, well, she was married to Ted Danson and she had to fit in with that group. <laughs> she had to. It was part of the deal. It happened before it, that. It was Come part on. of the contract. It's not right. It's like, look, my family are going to love you, but you got to change your name. First off, Whoopi <laughs> is not a good change. <laughs> well, no, because they so, were not expecting to have a black lady have like a normal name like Karen. Actually, she spells it C-A-R-Y-N. So it's oh, dear Lord. Karen, it, it's Corinne. <laughs> oh, Corinne. Okay. It's Corinne. It's crap, is what that is. Oh, that's horrible. No, that's that. No, no right. that's stupid. I hate. I. I <laughs> that's like that Radasha thing that we saw. No, Ladasha. Ladasha. Radasha. It's Ladasha. Whatever. You heard about that, right, Rabbi? I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually. Oh, so here at here, once, here in really. North Carolina, okay. Um, this was years ago. This was a, and this is real. There was a kid uh, that kept getting in trouble because of you know attendance issues. Um, this is not, I'm, I promise this, seriously, this, this is, is not a this, joke. This is a real story, real story, real so, issue. So, just go ahead. Okay. The kid was getting in trouble because she was, you know, tardy. having issues with, with, with being absent, absent and yep. tardies and all the rest of it. And uh, eventually they figured out what was going on. You see, 
her mother named her Ladasha. Mm-hmm. She spelled it L A dash hyphen A. But the hyphen Ladasha. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. L- L- dash so when they would dash A. So when they would Ladasha. call Yeah, so when they would call roll, they would read it as La and obviously no one knows what the heck they're talking about, so no one responds. So the girl would be marked absent, even though she was sitting there, and right her, there. Mother, her mother is a complete idiot for <laughs> naming her kid. But the teachers never noticed there's this kid sitting right there in the middle of the class. Oh, no, it, it clearly not. Eventually, it came up. Ev- eventually, it came up. <laughs> eventually, it came up, and that's why this all came to You came would to think pass. that the teachers would have figured this out on day two. This is North Carolina, mind you. This is true. This is, yeah. it, it doesn't really speak w- to the teaching standards, now does it? At one point no. in time, North Carolina was number forty-eight. In st- now, by the way, this is the, I'm and look, I'm I'm in Baltimore where there's a kid who they discovered this year that his GPA is like zero point two. That's almost impossible. <laughs> it's all they did it. He and they did. kept passing, right? That's but that's, I don't know if he, if he never showed up to any class or what. You got a point but the two. Mom, but was, what's amazing is that the mother is saying the system failed him. As if she had been monitoring the whole time, doing all the pr- things you parents are sort of expected to do yeah. when it comes to education to their child. Mm-hmm. And yet, just she had no awareness that her son didn't know how to spell. I mean, come on. That that he hasn't been in school for that the past two years. He hasn't been in school, that he's, you're right, exactly. Just, how do you, zero the point system two. failed him. Point Hello, mom. Two. You are the system, mom. You are the I, system. <laughs> that's incredible. You are the world. He is your children's. Um, well, but that, you know, that, but that's what we've been saying. That was terrible. That, Thank you. That's what we've been saying forever, though, that, that the problem with society nowadays is we've, we've, these these government issues, these government, you know, company not companies of companies, you know, but sections of the government are like, you know, we we know better because we went to school. And there was a brief spot where that, you know, back in the day where that mm-hmm. kind of made sense. You know, if somebody would come along with a college education, you kind of go, Oh, well, he's got a college education. He must know something I don't. And the problem with it was is we've just kind of pushed you, it over that way. We let it, yeah, we've kind of just walked away and released it and said, you know what, you know more than I do, you handle it. And they started on the other side going, oh, okay. Now we can handle it. Now we can handle whatever we want. And then here you are. Now the kids are not being taught anything. The school makes their, excuse me, the school unions make their money. Kids don't turn around and learn a daggone thing. And then you have a, the mom turn around, come back later. Oh, how's he, he was failed by the system. What did you do? Your job as a parent is supposed to be monitoring and making sure your child is safe. How did you not check the You're not card doing that. Been- I, I had to point out that, you know, it, it kind of exemplifies how go- how well government does things. Mm-hmm. When I got my 2022, 2022 calendar from the Department of Public Works here in Baltimore, what? and it arrived in early March. Oh, good. That's good. a good calendar. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. That the, well, the first. Good. Huh. The, 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 we missed out on those pictures and all that from the first two months. Oh, you, you they're don't gone. Need those. Well, you Come know, on. then maybe and we trust and and you know how well they do everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So you hand them the task of educating your child. Mm-hmm. Like that's parental abdication responsibility right there. Mm-hmm. Sending your kid to a school. Yeah. That is funded by your tax dollars. Yeah. Yep. But. Yeah, you know, but you can't afford anything else now. Well, here's what's crazy about Margaret this. Margaret Taylor Green, by the way, she had a tweet about this. She, she expressed herself terribly. I wish she often does. But <laughs> no, what? What? She means well, I think. But yeah, she can't but, but, convey but, thought to save her life. God bless her. But she said something about you know, like the, the, when you tax, you just use tax dollars to pay for education. It's just like some government indoctrination center. Uh, you know. Largely, unfortunately, she she is right. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course, they just mocked her for it because you know, obviously, the idea of public education that's supposed to be a great thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor; your kids get a basic education. The problem is that they're not 
actually doing the education terribly well now, are they? No, they're not getting in an education at all. They're getting propagandized and brainwashed, but they're not getting educated to be, you know, uh, productive members of society because they don't need productive members of society. They need... Why would they need they that? They need cogs. They need they need yes-men. They need obedient <laughs> servants to do what they're bidding, and that's that's really where they're heading for. Because it's, it's funny that, you know, you were talking about the, the kid... A second ago, the one that has failed by the system. Sure. Um, if, well, we'll if, go with that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll that's allegedly, allegedly. failed. Um, if if a parent took the child out of school uh-huh. and just didn't do anything and they were tested and ended up having that exact same GPA. They would be. They would be neglect. The child would be taken away. The parents would be in, in jail. Yeah. But the school gets to do it, and the people still get to keep their jobs. Nobody misses a beat, mm-hmm. and they no one gives a flying fig <clears throat> that this kid literally is going to slip through the cracks and probably end up in prison somewhere because he has nothing at all, no education, no nothing, and nobody's going to teach him anything well, other I mean, than that, to behave or to be bad. And the worst part about it is that that is by far one of the many kids that have that happen to them nowadays. Uh-huh. In the education system. Yeah. Oh, ed- education. Well, and, and, and the worst of it is, you know, what you can do in school is insist on going by different pronouns and they won't tell your parents. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that helps yeah, you. That's, that was, it's, <clears throat> that it's helps you mentally. following a certain agenda. Well, and mm-hmm. that, yeah, that, I mean, to, to, to go into a place and get other people to pretend that you're something that you actually are biologically not and can never be. Um, no is matter a what great, you do. is a great way to teach a child about, you know, being grounded in reality. Yeah. I, you know how much this trans stuff is actually very, very deeply sexist? Because it's incredibly, all of it. If you... It's they, all about the idea show these kids a chart from boy <laughs> to girl with a line in the middle, but several different, like, cut-out figures along the way. Yeah. Like, where on the spectrum are you? Yeah. Which means that if you cry, you're more of a girl. And if you like contact sports, you're more, you're more of, a of a boy. Yeah. So there, it's all about these sexist definitions of, mm-hmm. of what it is to be a boy and what it is to be a girl. And, you know, real men don't cry. You know, it used to be real men don't eat quiche. Now it's real <laughs> men don't cry. Well, you, you know, know, the funny thing is we go through that entire process, but... Uh, up until a certain age, uh, real men technically wore skirts because they didn't want to try and put pants on little children. Uh, t- <laughs> they were when they were born, they were put in pink because pink was just the easier color to do. You know, there, there was the whole or- ordeal. The the whole thing of the transgender movement is literally a construct of thought. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, of course, it's a construct of thought because not a, all not of biology any... is going the other way, right? All actual biology goes in opposition of it. It's a social experiment. And the worst part is, it's a social experiment brought on by a shrink that forcibly took twins and made one act like a girl for the first half of his life, and the other one forcibly play-raped the, the girl to make, it re- to make him more manly and the other one more girly while giving hormones, etc., 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 Literally screwing up these two kids the, their entire life. The idea of gender came from that guy. You know, it's a shame that, you know, we... I remember. The, I don't you know, know. Cross-dressing's the, been around for a while. Not cross-dressing. I'm talking about the idea of terming the word gender. Yeah. Which is now oh, in our... Oh, saying gender is something different from sex that comes yeah, out of yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where it comes from. He says, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, you guys want uh, we're going to give you a boy and a girl uh, because gender's different. Gender's a mindset. Gender's not a mindset. Gender's See, not something related. It's a I, mindset. I remember when things you it was Notice, okay to be different. No animals have this problem. No. no. Well, there's boy animals and girl animals, and none of them have identity issues. Yeah, but none of them get to but, make But by the either. way, it's all social that it goes from one to the other because we think too much sometimes. That's very, very true. Well, I've always said that, that knowledge is cyclical. Eventually, you'll get to a point where you start off dumb, and then eventually you can become so smart that you forget all logic and common sense, and you come right back to being stupid again. That's, that's an educational system for you in the nutshell. There it um, is. We are out of time for the first hour. Yeah. Already. 
But if you're a um, defender, uh, you can follow you us. You get, the get to hour. be on the website, doaeshow.com. Yeah. Get on the second hour there. You, you, of course, you probably should be watching there anyway, so you really don't miss anything. Right. Transition periods. Yeah, all that goofy little stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, why? You're missing it. It's five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. You get Go a to t-shirt. And two hours of an of the show. Yeah. Don't Which, make us waste it. I mean, it's where it's never going to be wasted. It's not never going to be wasted, but you can enjoy it just like everybody else that is. Go to our website, doaeshow.com. That's doaeshow.com. Become a defender with us today, and uh, maybe you can hear some more from Rabbi. It's Rabbi Minkin, the Coalition for Jewish Values. We might get to something important here in a minute. Maybe. Maybe. Hold on. We'll be back. You can stay if you want to. You don't have to. You can hang out with us. It's up to you. Yeah, I thought we were doing this again in two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. Of course. Because uh, it is Purim. I'm supposed to do Purim yes. thing. You're supposed to do Purim things. Do the Purim things. I, and- I, I, will, I will. Now, when you put this together to, for video. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash, plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark.